Welcome to the Keep the Faith podcast. I am your host, Tori. And with me today, I have a special guest, Miss Constance Sherrill. And she's going to be the guest today. And we're going to be talking about an interesting subject on today. And before we get started, I wanted to say... um, I want to have a moment of silence for Mr. Lee Williams of the Spiritual QCs, Lee Williams and the Spiritual QCs. Mr. Williams passed away this morning. And those of you that know me know that I love that traditional gospel and I love quartet gospel. And Lee Williams was one of my favorite uh, artists with quartet gospel. So I'm going to have a moment of silence for Mr. Lee Williams who passed away this morning. Rest in peace, Mr. Williams. You will definitely be missed. And I got to show love to Victor. Victor's like, Tori, you running late. So what's up, Victor? Victor is ready. <laughs> Hello, Victor. And thank you so much for um, showing up every week and um, supporting me. I really appreciate you, friend. And once again, like I said earlier, I have Miss Constance in the studio um, with me today. And we have an interesting topic on today. And before we get started, um, Constance, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Constance Sherelle on Facebook, but my name is Constance Taylor. Um, I have a salon in Dalton. It's called Internal Reflections Beauty Studio. Um, I have four beautiful kids. And anything else you want to know? How old are your children? I didn't realize you had four. I have a just turned 18-year-old son, who's my oldest, a 13-year-old daughter, um, a six-year-old daughter, and a four-year-old daughter. Oh, you spaced them out well. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and you said you have a salon. What was the name of the salon again? It's called Internal Reflections Beauty Studio. It's in Darlington on Pearl Street. What's the ad- address? 322. Okay. Because I might have to come and, you know, let okay. holler at y'all because, you know, I'm wearing this wig today. So, you know. <laughs> but listen, um, today we're going to be talking about, like I said, an interesting topic on today. Um, and I also like to say hello to... Is that Amir? I'm not sure. You said good evening, Queens. Hello. And hello. I apologize if I mispronounced your name, but hello. And thank you so for much for addressing us as Queens, because that we are. And speak, speaking of Queens, let's talk. Let's take a moment, too, before we get into the subject. Let's talk about church yesterday. Big shout out to the Strong Tower Church family. Church was everything yesterday. Yes, it was. And we were talking about speaking of um, because, like I said, he said um, Queens um, yesterday. We're talking about Jesus reigning mm-hmm. and we are royalty. Yes. But a lot of times. We forget that we're royalty. A lot of times we walk like we're not royalty. Right. When we should walk like we're royalty at all times. At all times. And we have to realize, and I also went to a women's empowerment on yesterday at Showtime Event Center, which was awesome. It was very phenomenal. And I think a lot of times uh, we as women, we have to definitely support each other. Right. And if, if our crown gets a little crooked, we have to be woman enough to, if you see a sister's crown crooked, straighten it. Right. Don't look down on the next sister. Right. Don't tear down the next sister. But, you know, that's that's a whole other topic. But anyway, <laughs> today we and I, I like to say hello to Marvin. What's up, Marvin? <laughs> Listen, you see what Marvin put? Marvin, don't do that. 
Listen, don't even pay attention to Marvin's comment, but hello, Marvin. So today we're going to be talking about um, the topic is, and I'm going to allow Constance to um, speak from her point of view, because there's so many um, views that this could be taken. But the topic for today is separation is necessary. So with that being said, and hey, Miss Tanya, <laughs> Tanya Bell is watching as well. Okay. And so with that being said, I'm going to give you the mic and talk about uh, from your perspective about the separation. And, I, and of course, you know, you know how sometimes we do on the um, podcast, we, we may start with one topic and may go into some other areas. But I always like to go by based on what my guest says, and that'll determine, you know, how the conversation goes. But like I said, everything is spirit led. God is all throughout the atmosphere. I prayed before I got here on the way here. So I just want God to just, you know, let him lead the way. Okay. <laughs> so um, separation is necessary. Okay. I feel a little weird looking up at the camera, but. Um, or you could just look at me. Okay. I'll just look at you. <laughs> um, as we know at Strong Tower, which I just have to give them credit. Um, what we say, no matter who it separates us from we're going all the way with God. Right. And sometimes <laughs> when we say these things, we don't really know what we say because right. that separation may be the person that you couldn't even imagine living your life without or imagine, you know, your friendship never ending. So that's um, in order to be who God calls you to be. Sometimes it requires you to remove some people that are very close to you and it hurts. Really bad, Ooh. but it's necessary. Yes. So um, a little bit about myself. Um, I can only go by my testimony. Um, as a lot of people don't know, but you're going to know today because it is what it is. Okay. And it's necessary. Um, God removed a few people out of my life. I'm, well, I'll go into details on one, but um, that was my husband. So, you know, that was terrible. So... We've been married for six years, um, and we had ups and downs, you know, normal. But sometimes when God is calling you to a different level, like a higher level um, in him, it requires you to separate yourself. Um, and that comes with not being equally yoked. You know, for a season, you can feel like, okay, this is the one. This is where I need to be at, you know, for years, months, weeks, however. But then when God's calling you to a higher place and then you said, no matter who it separates you from, Lord, that I'm going all the way with you. And then what he says to you that, okay, well, this is ain't, this not working. This ain't who I got for you. What are you going to do then? <sighs> so I would say that was the hardest separation um, generally in my life as of right now um, <clears throat> in this walk when my husband was removed I'm separated from my husband and um, <laughs> possibly we're getting divorced pretty soon so um, that's still in the works but at the end of the day that was the hardest separation. So when God tells you to do that, you have to be obedient. So God actually prepared me for that, though, for I would say, you know, for red flags, you'll see red flags or whatever. But sometimes you don't pay attention to it because you're in love and, you know, all of that. But he he's constantly reminding you and showing you that. But um, you have to pay attention. So God did prepare me with the song um, Shekinah Glory. 
Um, I can't remember the song right now because I just went brain freeze. Um, I'm trying to think of it, but I can't. I think I know what you're talking about, but I cannot think of the name of the song. Okay. It'll probably come back to me. Okay. Oh, oh, I think it's Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the whole week before me and my husband separated, I was just in deep worship singing that song. I can't sing, guys, but, you know, (laughs) I was singing that song in my bathroom. I was just so emotional, like, what's going on? And I was just praying and everything. And then by the end of that week, he was, we, we were done. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not going to really go into details or anything yeah. about why we're, why we're done. Just know that we weren't equally yoked. Yeah. So that's why we're done. And then, um, but God prepared me for that. And I, at first it was hard, you know, um, I was definitely on the road to recovery. It's been, like a year now, so I'm okay with it. Um, but in the beginning, it was really hard. I had to really lean and depend on God. And when he does separate some people from you, you know, sometimes you give people too much credit when God's supposed to get the credit. Right. Um, and that's one of the things that I saw that I learned that, you know, even though people, you know, you can't appreciate people, you definitely give God the glory because God is the one. And God had to really show me that it was him who was keeping me. It was him who was providing for me. It was him because all of these things continue to go on even when my husband um, left, even when we separated. So um, sometimes it's hurtful, but it's necessary. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't want to let go, he, w- he will <laughs> remove that person from you. So it's best to even just, when he tells you to do it, just go ahead and do it. Absolutely. And before let's before we get too far, let me go back to some of the comments. Uh Victor said, Is it okay for a man to straighten a woman's crown? You know what, Victor? Yes, absolutely. Because I'm not going there with you, but yes, it is absolutely okay for a woman for a man to straighten a woman's crown. Uh Sheely Tay says, Marvin, Tony, be good. Thank you. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Tony, she separated from me in the gym. I need her back. I did. I'll be back one day. <laughs> Listen, Marvin is something else. And he's a gym rat. I can't, I can't keep up. <laughs> and Victor also says, God will remove stress from your life before you can see it. Yes, he does. That is so true. Marvin says, LOL, I will. And Marvin says, You left me with tears. I'm and so- Tanya says, Yes. <laughs> so Marvin, uh, it was necessary. And uh, Kabaya Christ Jackson says, Shalom, Shalom to you. Victor you. says, In love or blinded by lust? Let's not confuse the two. Hmm. That's good. That's, that's really good, Victor. Hmm. That's really good. That's good. Marvin Tony says, My little sis is about to make me cry. Oh, don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> and then um, Kabaya Christ Jackson says, Faith above reason. And the last thing Victor said was, if we try to straighten your crown, you would just lean it to the side again. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> hey, Keitra. Keitra is watching as well. So also, not only do we have to deal with separation when it comes to uh, spouses, um, even significant others, even if you're not married, you have mm-hmm. to separate from some people. But I know, and I can only speak from my experience, sometimes God will clearly show you that you need to separate from someone, especially let me see. Let me let me address the romantic part first. Like sometimes you can be with someone um, romantically involved with someone and God clearly shows the sign. Mm -hmm. 
clearly shows you the signs, but you let your flesh get in the way. You let how good they look get in the way. You let how, oh, listen, I'm going to keep it real. You let how they, 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 they put it down, get in the way, you know? So <laughs> listen, I can only be real. I, I can't pretend, I can't sit and pretend like I'm holy, right. holier than thou. But I mean, um, you know, a lot of, we, we put blinders, blinders on because of those different things. We stay in a lot of situations. I know I have stayed in mm-hmm. some situations where God clearly showed me the sign where you need to uh, detach yourself from this per- particular person. He clearly. And I think that a lot of times um, in uh, romantic relationships, um, we're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And I think allow God allows them to continuously hurt you mm-hmm. in order for you to get it. But it's going to take you to be sick and tired. To realize, okay, I got to let it go. It took me like this last, well, I ain't going to tell y'all how long. It's been a long time since my relationship. It's been some years, but it took me a long time to get over that person. Because I kept saying to myself, well, I felt like I could change this person. And a lot of times we as women do that. I know I made a mistake with thinking, well, maybe by me showing him Christ, reading you know giving him scriptures and stuff but if it's not in you then it's just not in you you can lead them to water Mm -hmm. but you can't make them drink so i in my mind like well maybe if i be a good example maybe that will lead but sometimes that you know that people have to be led on their own it's okay to encourage them but they have to make the ultimate decision on their own and so i'm going back to the comments um isis says very true Kenyatta says, yes, so true. Victor says, you were supposed to straighten my crown. Victor, you know what? You see how Victor cutting up? Mm-hmm. But it's like when it comes to those romantic relationships, sometimes we have to make the choice for ourselves. I know I had to make the choice. You have to know the difference between who to be patient with mm-hmm. and who to detach yourself with. Now, when you detach yourself with some, and it, it all plays a part of the forgiveness aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Now, and I say this to people all the time, just because you forgive, that doesn't mean that you have to have that person back in your life. Right. And a lot of times when you forgive people, people think, okay, well, she forgave me. So I can, you know, you think the door is still open. No, once my cutoff game is strong, mm-hmm. once I cut you off, it's like you no longer exist to me. Now, if I see you in public, I'm going to be cordial to you. I'm going to speak to you. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. But that's it. Once you're out of my life, you're out of my life. So, and then I also want to touch on, let's talk about the separation when it comes to family and friends. Because sometimes, let's, 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 let's go with family too. Sometimes when it comes to family, and you tell me how you feel about this, sometimes when it comes to family, we say, well, this person has this particular title. Like this person could be your parent. This person could be a close auntie or something. And you feel like, well, this they have a certain title. So you look to you, you hold them to a, a certain standard. So you say, well, this is this person. So you don't want to completely cut them off. But sometimes it's necessary. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes. And I say this all the time. You have to be mindful of not answering certain phone calls, not answering certain texts, because I know for a fact that there's some calls or texts that I can receive. And just by seeing that incoming call. It could change my entire mood. Right. And it's like I can kind of feel 
a call or something I don't need to answer. But what's your take on when it comes to the separation yourself, separating yourself from family? Because people fail to realize, but sometimes family can be toxic too. Exactly. <laughs> be careful when I say this because um my family. <laughs> nah, but seriously, um, okay, for family, for me, my family knows me well. Like my close family, they know me, so they know like. Sometimes they know, like, when not to approach me. So, or sometimes they can approach me, and everything could be good. But, you know, sometimes people can say the wrong thing, and it can really get under your skin. So, um, for me, I haven't really mastered it when it really comes down to, like, my close, like, my mom or my sister, if sometimes we get in arguments, because we do. Um, but as far as me, when I get angry, when I get angry or they say something that just... It depends on what type of day I'm having, too. Um, so, like I said, I was just in a separation. So sometimes, like, if they approached me then, sometimes it wasn't so good because I, I was in a bad place. Um, but, you know, eventually we'll calm down. My family, like my immediate family, we'll go um, the next day. We'll talk to each other. So for me, I probably have to take a break, like maybe hang up the phone with them and regroup myself, get my emotions in check. Right. And then go back and have the topic with them. Normally, one of us to apologize to each other and we'll move on from there. We'll let each other know, you know, I'll try to let them know what triggered me mm -hmm. or why this upset me. Mm -hmm. And they'll understand you know, sometimes we might not apologize. That's just how our family roll. And sometimes, but later on, we'll eventually talk. We're not to the point where we just don't talk to each other at all. Okay. And we, and that apology, apologies. And sometimes we have to be careful with, you know, when we're, when we realize, I know for me, when I realize that I'm wrong, I apologize. For example, just today, you know, sometimes we can go through our own little things mm -hmm. when, you know, and me is just me and my son. And today, just like I was telling before I before I came to the studio today on my way here, that's why I had to pray and listen to some worship music, right? Like I, I'm telling you literally like an hour before I came here. I don't know what it was today, but it's just, I was just in a, like a, just like I was telling Brian, I was just in a funky mood earlier today and yesterday. And so I had to realize God had to show me me just like an hour prior to coming to the studio. He had to show me me like my son was asking me a question early and I just snapped and I just had, and I literally had to apologize to him before I came to the studio because like I was in kind of like a crazy mood all day. It just seemed like, I don't know why, but it just seemed like when you're trying to do the right thing, try to do, do right by people, here comes this person criticizing you or, you know, it just seemed like all those attacks coming out of nowhere when you try. And I'm like, you know what? And I, and I used to hide myself, not going anywhere. I used to stay in the house all the time, keep myself hidden. But I can't do that because people are going to be people, mm -hmm. but I just have to be prepared. Like anytime I walk out the, the, the outside of my door, or my home, I just have to always keep the armor of God on me right. and always be, be mindful of the things that I say. And a lot of times um, what I noticed, and I was actually talked to a friend of mine about this. What I noticed now, if you say something to me, Instead of me saying, now, there was a time now, you say something to me wrong, you come sideways, oh, I'm going to get you back, I'm going to say something. But now, it's to the point now, I don't do that anymore. I just shut down. I don't say anything because I don't want to say the wrong thing out of anger. Because once those words leave your mouth, you can't take them back. Right. And you never know um, what a person may be going through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I may say something to you, and I don't know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. 
And I may say something that's going to take you over the edge. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're having a bad day and I say something and that's what's going to push you on the edge. So I'm very careful with what I say and how I say things. And if I know that I'm going to say something that's probably not going to be godly, mm-hmm. then I know the KYMS. Right. Keep my mouth shit. Right. So what I do now, if I'm hurt by something somebody says or what somebody, I just shut down. And if I need to just have that quiet time for myself, that's what I do. And then when I'm better and I'm I'm comfortable to be around that person or that situation, whatever, then I'll be back to normal. But I'm not going to allow myself to say things and come out of the pocket wrong because, like I said, those words, you can't take them back. And you never know right. what, how people, how they affect people. Because there has been things said to me as a child that I still remember to this day and I'm in my 40s. Right. And I still remember. And it's still, and if I think about it too long, it still hurt me to this day. So, you know, there's there's this hurt. We have to pay attention to that. So let me go back through some of the comments. Wow. Uh, That was really powerful because I thought I talked to this lady like I was doing one of my clients hair and we was just talking about um, she was just saying like how old thoughts to come back to you. And then I was just telling her just from experience that week because God was dealing with me because I started recapping on my life. And, you know, years ago about, you know, certain situations, I just started recapping it in my mind. And then it depressed me it really did it made me go into a bad place um just the memories of it so what i did was immediately got it out of my mind like you have to immediately shut it down or if you let it grow just an inch it's gone the enemy is gonna play with you with that so you got to immediately really release it to god and 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 actually place it with the positive thought you know for yourself if you don't do that then you'll find yourself constantly keep playing old memories back and back in your head that's good i'm trying i'm working (laughs) on that because like sometimes when old things come up and it's like you think or i thought i may have forgiven that person Mm -hmm. but something may trigger me and i remember something they did or something they said and it's like i'm mad all over again but i will say this i don't allow myself to stay angry long i may be mad for maybe an hour or two but i don't allow myself to linger on it now mm-hmm. there was a time where i where when i wasn't as mature as i am with, in christ now having a personal relationship where i would let things linger and linger for weeks mm-hmm. even months sometimes but now maybe two thing two days at the most but for the most part i try not to go to go to bed angry so i'm going to go through some of the comments there's so many comments coming through let me see if i can catch up <laughs> let me see okay i think i did i see isis okay isis says sometimes we have fall and bump our head ourselves to realize what's not for us yes indeed um kabaya christ jackson says j cole no role models um let me see Kabaya says money makes di- money makes then forget for a season. Also says energy vampires move like money. Kenyatta says, yes, Lord. Marvin says, I send good morning, beautiful text messages to all the women who have separated from me. You know, Marvin and, and Victor <laughs> get on my nerves. <laughs> Kabaya says, you only my brother because of what she told me, but your actions speak louder than paper. Ooh, Okay. Let me scroll down here. And Miss uh, Tanya says, slow to wrath. Victor says, the wrong thing for you might be the right thing for me. I'm going to say how I feel right then and then and there and let God sort them out. That's true. Kabaya said, fight or flight. 
Victor says, Constance, if I bring my child to your salon, can I get a keep the faith discount? Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Tanya says, triggers. Absolutely, Miss Tanya. Triggers. Kabaya says, old things come back because we sweep the paint under the rug. Yes. And I have done that. I'm guilty of sweeping the paint under the rug. Marvin Tony says, who out here upsetting my friends because I will fight? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Shigley Tate says, this is something that I had to work on. And Miss Tanya says, swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to rap. That is good right there. Mm-hmm. But um, back to that, like those triggers, we have to pay attention to those triggers. And, I, and now I'm mindful and I pay attention to what trigger me and like stuff that used to bother me before. It doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that I'm still working on. Now we're going to touch bases on the, the separation because we touched on with your personal story. And then we touched on family. Now let's talk about those friends, some friendships we thought was going to last forever. <laughs> Listen, those friendships, like, oh my goodness. I've had friendships, uh, a couple of friendships that I've had for years that I thought and I didn't because I'm all I'm the type of person I tell people this all the time. I always see the good in everybody. Mm-hmm. That's just how I am. If you were like a lot of times, especially growing up, I didn't have a lot of a lot of female friends because mm-hmm. I was never that gossiper. And like if you were a gossiper that was the quickest way for me to detach myself from you if you're constantly talking about people all the time because you got to realize say you're sitting at a table right and all they're doing is talking about somebody oh girl you see what this person have on and you see you know they constantly gossiping mm-hmm. but you know when you get up from that table you know you're gonna be the next topic right, right. So I'm very mindful if you if now, of course, you know, everybody, we all guilty of gossiping sometimes. But if you constantly talking about people all the time, psh, I detach myself from you real quick. Right. <laughs> but let's talk about those friends, because a lot of times we can think people are our friend mm-hmm. and you realize they're not. You realize you were their friend. Right. But were they really yours? Were they ever your friend or were they secretly an enemy that was just trying to get close to you? Because a lot of times people will dress up concern, you know, just so they can see what they can find out. They'll allow themselves to get close to you to see what they what type of information they can find out and tell your business. And then you're going to have those friends too. like say you all have a falling out. See, I'm that friend like say I'm talking to you today. And we have a fallen out or disagreement and we no longer speak. Whatever you told me in confidence, just because I'm no longer speaking to you, I'm mm-hmm. still not going to tell what you told me in confidence. That's just not how I am. That's my integrity. That's the type of person I am. But everybody's not like that. <laughs> everybody's not like that. That's true. And as far as me with friends, I never really had a lot of friends either. Um, mm-hmm. Especially girlfriends. Um, I would say... I can count on my hand, the people, <laughs> you know, that I call my friend, like seriously, my friend. Um, reason being is because, you know, I start from younger to older. <laughs> so younger, you don't know. You just you just friends. You don't know who's loyal, who's not. Um, you're in school. You just trying to link up, have fun, go out. So you just you just learn then who's your friend through, right. through gossiping, you know, through betrayal. Um all kinds of things. And then, you know, as you grow up and some of the friends 
that you did have are still your friends. Um, you know, sometimes life, just going through life, you know, you got different walks of life, so you just separate. Sometimes there's no ill intent. You just outgrow each other. And then some friends, um, I look at it all as growth, though. Sorry, I just hit that. Um, as growth um, when your friend is removed as well, too. Um, <clears throat> but as an adult, you know, it hurts, too, as a friend, because when you really for me and my friends, you know, I tell them everything. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, I would say, like, I, like I only had a hand for you. Um, but, you know, I would tell them some some deep stuff about me, you know, confining in them with everything. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that they would tell my business, but I feel like they have so much that they can. Yeah. So I don't know what they want if, I, if I'm not their friend anymore. So at the end of the day, um, I just what I've learned that what I tell people, um, if I tell you anything, I got to be willing to just share that with anybody, because at the end of the day, you don't know if that person is loyal or not. And God had to deal me with that because I have friends, you know, with your close friends. And I'm not going to lie. You do sometimes gossip with your close friends. You do. And you tell them stuff and they. And you be like, well, girl, look, look what happened to me today. So yeah. I'm not even going to front about that. But at the end of the day, when you really look back, like you really think, like when God dealt with me even about, you know, gossiping or even venting, you know, to a certain degree, like you could just vent with someone. And that's not good because venting turns into gossiping. Right. Um, rather y'all believe it or not, <laughs> it's true. It does. Yeah. So um, God had to deal with me for that for a long time. And I was like, well, God, I'm just doing this. But no, you're you're gossiping. <laughs> That's what you're doing. So when he tells you to cut certain people off, you do have to cut them off immediately. Or it will hurt. So like when I had to cut off some close friends, it had to be no contact. I mean, no contact at all. No explanation. Yeah. No nothing. I mean, because I didn't want to even have to... Um, for me, my heart is big. So if somebody come to me, um, I probably end up talking back to them, not just, you know, all the time, but just trying to hear them out. And really God sees more than what we can see. So God sees the heart. He knows who has secretly don't like you from right, the start. Right. So who am I to question what God already knows? Right. And then like the prayers that I pray, you know, sometimes God has to remind you that, okay, this is what you pray for. You pray for people to be removed that you're not, that you don't want with you. Mm-hmm. So when I remove this person, you taking it as a surprise when I know who this person is, mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like we could just think everything's all good, but you know, as far as me, I feel like if a person is truly going to be your friend, they're going to be your friend through the good, through the bad. You're going to be able to talk to them about stuff. They should be able to talk to you about stuff and really not be offended. And if they are offended, you know, we sometimes be offended. Like I can't say that I've never been offended with a friend before, or I'd be lying. Like I've been offended with a friend, but later on I was able to say, Hey, look, this offended me. And you know, what did you really mean by this? Right. Right. You know, you're supposed to be able to talk that out with your friend. So when you realize that you can't do that, you, you have to realize that that's not a friend. Right. Absolutely. And then when you think about when the cutoff be so real, cause I do cut people off and I won't look back. Right. So and as far as for me, I, I really don't hate them. And I really truly be like, God, you know, the first thing I do when I fall out with someone is definitely focus on myself because mm-hmm. 
I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? It's could it could have been something that I done to them. You know what I mean? Right. And I have to really look at myself and like, well, have I been, you know, the best friend to them or have I been this? And sometimes, you know, you beat yourself up because I am my biggest, biggest critic, you know? Right. So, but for me, when God really, when you know the voice of God and you know what God is telling you and he's telling you that, you know, it's time to cut ties, you have to cut ties. Immediately, like you, you said, you can't feel sorry about it. <laughs> oh, God. And just like you said earlier, a lot of times I know I've been guilty of this. I have said that same prayer, like God remove people who aren't for me. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about it, sometimes he would show me things in dreams. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it just, the dream is so real that I'm like, no. And it's like, you still trying to, t- no, no. Mm-hmm. And, and and you just, and I just prayed, you know, God removed. And it's like some people that were revealed to me, mm-hmm. it hurts so bad. Yes. It hurts so bad because um, just like we had the ladies night, what, about three weeks, two, three weeks ago. And I was just saying, like, a lot of times you go hard for people and some people that you go hard for, they ain't even thinking about you because you're their friend, but you're not. They're not. You're their friend. But not, they're not yours. They may be pretending to be yours, but they're not really yours. And it's, it, it hurts. Oh, my God. It hurts really, really bad. But as I hear they're there. But it's like a, it's a process you have to go through with that healing process. Let me go back through some of the comments that I may have missed. Lord, the comments are going so fast. Jesus. <laughs> Let me see what I what I missed. Okay. I think uh, I'm trying to see where I stopped at. Um. I think I'm. I think the last one I did was Victor's comment about the the faith, keep the faith discount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I did Miss Tanya's triggers. So let me see. Um, there's so many. I'm trying to make sure I'm not. Let's see. Did I do all these? Victor says, "Hmm." That's where you're at. <laughs> okay. And Miss Tanya says, "Woo, child, Tina." <laughs> <laughs> Victor says to be honest most conversations are gossip what else is there to talk about but someone else really it's the negativity <laughs> it's the negativity I can't stand but I don't think all gossip is bad well that's that's true Miss Isis says when you know you're about to encounter a gossiping spirit sometimes you have to just shake your head keep it moving and change the subject absolutely Miss Garnett says sorry late but I'm here thank you Miss Garnett Marvin says, how many times do I have to comment to be a top fan? You know what, Marvin? <laughs> Sheila Tay says, friends can be there for a season, reason, or a lesson. Oh, sure. my God. Yes, absolutely. Marvin says, I remember the time Constance Sherelle told me she, you know what? <laughs> what? Hey, Tammy. And uh, she said, my God, that's the truth. Tammy says, yes. I just did that. And uh, Victor says, we use that term friend loosely, but we also need to self-evaluate ourselves to make sure we were good friends because a lot of you never see where you weren't true to your friend, but wonder why they switched up on you. Mm-hmm. Now that is so true, Victor. That is very true. Very true. Marvin says, Sheila, your time almost up. <laughs> Tammy says, I can't believe you said something that I agree with. Really, Tammy? Really? (laughs) (laughs) And Sheila Thomas says, we in it for a lifetime. Victor says, been up. 
Tanya says, everyone talks about everyone. It's the intent of the heart that matters. Oh, Absolutely. That part, yes, the intent of yes. the heart, that part. And that, and that is so true. It's the, the intentions of the heart, because I know for me, I can't speak for everyone. And like I said, um, from what I've observed with you, you have a pure heart as well. And see, a lot of times your intentions can be pure, but other people's intentions mm -hmm. are not pure. Other people may have ulterior motives and sometimes you're not aware of them. But like you said, when God gives us a sign or he tells us something, we have to listen to that voice. But so many times I have fought with that voice. Like, no, God, right. no, maybe I need, maybe I should give them another chance. No, no. But he clearly showing you, no, no. <laughs> you just got to be careful with, um, you know, sometimes your friends, sometimes friends are always there, you know, and then sometimes, but why are they always there? You know, why? That's the question you got to ask yourself sometimes. And like you said, sometimes it'd be the motives. Like, what are they doing? Are they just there to download information to use against mm -hmm. you later on? Mm -hmm. Or what's the reason? And that takes discernment. You know, you can't, because you, you really love your friends. Like, if you really love for real, <laughs> right. you love your friends for real. You do. And it's not fake. So at the end of the day, that's when you let your guards down really and truly. And then... You don't know what their motives are. You right. didn't even discern because you felt like that was your friend. So, oh, I don't got to do this. Right. But that's not true. You have to discern your friends as well. Absolutely. And Tammy says, um, you was talking. Oh, you was talking about Victor comment. You actually agree with Victor. <laughs> you know, you and, and Constance, y'all always been in the comments <laughs> going at it with Victor. <laughs> And Mama says she got a top fan number one. I can't get a regular top fan. Can I speak to the manager? <laughs> you know what? Him and Victor. That word intent is dangerous. Your intentions may not be good for me. Yeah, very. And that is correct. This Tanya says. And um, Miss Tammy says, I did. Okay. You know, now Tammy, you already know how Victor is. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes he, he cut up really bad, but sometimes there are some things he, he makes some valid points. Mm -hmm. But like I said, like there's so many, let's see what TT says. I'm a friendly person, but I don't have a lot of friends. And that is true. I'm like that as well. I have, I'm very friendly, but you have to be mindful of who you call your friends. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, like we keep saying, everybody is not your friend. You may be their friend, but they're not your friends. So I'm, I'm learning and I'm still, but we have to, like I said before, um, you have to grant people grace because God gives us grace. So you have to grant people grace as well. But like I said, I wasn't always there. Like now I'm at a point where if I lose a friend or somebody's real to me, I grant them grace because I never know what they may have been going through at that time. Um, you just you just never know. So I just give people grace. Whereas before, like before I would seek out revenge and all of that type of stuff. But now I just grant people grace. And like I said, I may be angry and it's going to hurt for a minute. It's mm -hmm. going to take some time that go through that healing process, but it's necessary. Right. It is so necessary. But and especially when you have those, have those times when, when it comes to friendship, whether it comes to friendships, family, and even romantic relationships, you know, what's really hurtful as well. When, when we get into that betrayal part, mm -hmm. When you knowingly do something, you knowingly do something that you know right. this is gonna hurt me. Like you know this is gonna hurt, but you did it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes when you do things with that intent, that ill intent, and you have no remorse about it, 
And what really, what really makes me angry if somebody know they did you dirty, mm-hmm. they know you did, they did you dirty, and they, you know how they have an encounter with you, or they may see you again, and they act as if nothing ever happened, right. and they expect for you to treat them the same way. Oh, now that is something I'm still working on. Well, Help ooh, me, Jesus. God had to work with me on that <laughs> because you know, even with um, me being separated and me have we have kids together, two kids together, and then you know, sometimes I had to talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> and the betrayal was real. Yeah. Okay, so but it took like a lot of time to be able to, you know, a lot of time with God to be able to be in the same room with this individual and still show love. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, I mean, that took a lot of time. I mean, people could vouch and say they saw me, you know, talking to them. Some people know my story and it just takes time because I really wanted to forget. I really want to move on with my life and forgive and yeah. keep going. And if you can't forgive, you know, God can't forgive you. That's number one rule. And then also, you need to forgive so you can move on, so you can be in a better place. Yeah. So, would I, let me ask you this before you go to the comments. Would you say you're at a point now where you have truly forgave? Yes. Okay, good. Because forgiveness is sometimes, um, a lot of times, and we say this a lot, which I've seen, if you walk in unforgiveness, it blocks a lot of your blessings. And I realized that when I got to the point where I was able to truly forgive, mm-hmm. that's when blessings on top of blessings start. I was holding up a lot of my blessings because I was walking in unforgiveness. But right. once I started to truly forgive, that's when blessings start coming out of nowhere. And I and I'm I'm truly grateful because now I'm I'm just like, where this where this coming from? It's mm-hmm. like blessings coming out of nowhere. And there's people that are approaching me. That I'm just like, wow, how did you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, how did this happen? But that that forgiveness is 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 huge. Let me go back through some of the comments. Um, Sheila Tay says, when God begins to work on you, you lose things, including friends. Absolutely. Victor says, a self-serving friend is good to have. By self-serving, you're my friend in certain situations or in certain places but i wouldn't run to them for everything sometimes we put titles on people that aren't ready for that title of true friend we can be cool and kick it but i might not be your might not be friend material that is so true that is very true true. and then victor has a tear oh (laughs) tammy says friends so to speak are normally are normally the first thing you lose. Absolutely. Isis says, Oh, speak on that like it never occurred. I've been a lot of great. I've been a lot of grace lately. Growth is not always easy. Isis, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Very proud of you. Miss Tanya says, But you have to remember, Jesus needed Judas to fulfill his assignment. Oh, that part. That part, that's good right there. He did, Miss Tanya. Oh my God, he did. Sheila Tay says, I have to agree. And you was about to say something else. I was going to say about Judas, that part. Like, sometimes you can know that person is a Judas. Mm -hmm. Just like Jesus knew. It wasn't no secret. Right. They give you clues and signs of who they really are. Yes. So you know what you're dealing with. Yes. Cause you and it, and it's like some people give themselves away with their body language. They don't even have to say a word. 
their body language will give them away. Their facial expressions will say, well, they don't even have to say anything. Cause mm -hmm. sir, I know and, and for me, if I don't talk a lot, I observe a lot mm -hmm. and I pay attention. I may see something that you think I don't see, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing what I'm, right. I'm peeping out what's really going on. <laughs> so that is right. Miss Tanya, that is so right. Um, um, Jesus didn't need Judas to fulfill the assignment. That is so true. Miss Shelly Tay says, Tori, some comments that you are reading are responses to other comments. Not sure if you, Oh, I probably no, I cannot. I can't tell that. <laughs> I can't tell. All I see is all the comments, so I can't tell if it's a response or not. So thank you for pointing that out. Uh, Tammy says, "Come through with the word Vic." <laughs> and okay, yeah, some of the yeah, I can't tell if it's a response. All we see is a straight comment. So yeah, but um, that is so good about that Judas bit, and it's like clearly you can see somebody is not for you. Mm -hmm. But like I said. Now I'm better equipped because of my relationship with God. I'm better equipped now to grant people grace. Like I can know you're not for me. And here's the thing. There's a particular place that I used to use the word. I'm not going to say where, but everybody that know me know what I'm talking about. There's a particular place I used to work. And there's people that slandered my name. They dogged me. They lied on me. And it's like when I see them now, they be like, hey, Tori, how you know, girl, I, we miss you. And I'm, I'm just like... You do, and, you know, but I'm not going. I'm not going to change or anything. But it's like you don't have to necessarily tell people. Oh, I know what you did. I know what you said. It, it that right. ain't for what? Yeah. Why do you have to do that? Just just grant people with grace, but you know how to deal with them accordingly. Mm -hmm. When you know you know what the deal is, you know how to deal with them accordingly. And I remember this one particular person. Um, and this is the thing about a lot of times what what upsets me about females. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we go. We don't, we don't, uh, some of us, not all, do not think for ourselves. Someone could tell you something and it could be a lie, but you're going to believe the lie instead of get a, instead of going to that person and getting clarification. Cause there's one particular person I was very close with and they just, they just flipped on me all of a sudden, but it was based on what somebody told them and what that person told them was a lie. But then when you saw me again, you realize that it was a lie, but now you want to act like, but I didn't change. I just, I spoke to them, but it's like you, you standing there because I had already blocked you and I changed my number, but you standing there because you expected me to give it. Well, it's good to see you take care, girl. And I kept on walking. They're still standing there. And I'm like, there's nothing else for us to talk about. But was they like a friend? Would you call them a friend? I considered them a friend because we did a lot of things together. Okay. And that's where I say, like, if your friend tells you something, that you really don't agree upon and you get offended by it. Mm -hmm. And then you're not able. My friend said a lot of things to me that I hated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Like I just, it made me evaluate it myself. So um, when they tell you that, I look at it like, first I pray, I'll be like, God, did this person really just tell me that? <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, but sometimes I just like, okay, maybe it's something that, you know, I need to work on myself. But then when they tell, when you tell them something and they get offended, as if like they're you they can't be told anything that's that's the difference but see this perturb this person actually um they they switched up on me they, we, they stopped talking to me I mean, and they, they will do that when they're offended because they you think so? I, I believe so when they're offended yes. but i didn't do because anything. if you was good enough of a friend they'll mm -hmm. be able to go to you and say well hey tori this is this 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 is this true yeah and you would have just been like either yeah or no yeah <laughs> And that's the thing. A lot of times we don't 
a lot of times in all our relationships when it comes to family friends romantic a lot of times a lot of things can be cleared up through clear communication mm -hmm. and and i know i gotta work on this because like i said i shut down a lot now like if you say something and you know what now that you say that you know some in some cases in some areas with certain people i still find myself being easily offended depending on the person sometimes and I don't always tell this person well you did this or you did this to hurt me or you said this to hurt me and a lot of times sometimes you can be upset and offended and that person don't even know that they did something if you don't even express you know what happened well that hurt me if you don't tell them that how are they going to know sometimes they don't know but for me when I get offended with people which I do sometimes mm -hmm. I go back to still like why did this offend you guys? It's like, I'm talking to myself literally. Yeah. Like, why did this offend you? And then I have to rationalize in my mind why it offended me. And if it was something that, you know, I shouldn't have been offended by, that it was just facts being spoken, mm -hmm. then that's when I'll dismiss it. And right. I'll move on. But if you just stay in offense then you're going to find yourself looking at that person a different way mm -hmm. you're going to find yourself not even being able to receive not want to be around that person all of that so you have to look at that when you offend it with somebody right and i appreciate those friends that i have that tell me the truth like tammy one of them <laughs> tammy gonna call me out on my tour listen listen now um and she's like you what you mad you mad i don't care <laughs> <laughs> right like you could be mad but i don't care but like i, I appreciate my friends is going to tell me hold me accountable because i'm not always right i'm not always going to make the right decision i'm not always going to say the right thing i'm not always going to have the right response and it's like i felt myself there was a situation yesterday i I was feeling i'll admit and be honest and transparent i was feeling offended and tammy had to get me all together like did you 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 forgot what 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 prophet is just talked about she had to get me all together. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, it, it's, it's good to have those friends that hold you accountable. But I'm working on that because, like I said, I'm, sometimes I can be super sensitive. And sometimes, like you said, you can be offended by something. Now, why does this make why does this make you offended? Why? What's going on within you to make this? And it's like, it could be something simple. And I find myself getting offended. So let me go back through some of the comments that I may have missed. Let's see. Um... TT, I don't think I read that. My facial, yes, TT, your facial expressions. <laughs> Lord have mercy, yes. <laughs> Victor says, Tanya Wall. My, I think he might have said Tanya Vale. I will use your comment as a status after this show. <laughs> that was a power comment. And Marvin says, top fan for me. <laughs> look at look at Marvin. Marvin get on to my top fan for me. Top fan. <laughs> you know what? Marvin, you taking up space. And then Iris Robinson says, yes, talk to me about it. That's good. And Marvin Tony says, sounds like Sheila Tay can't tell her nothing. <laughs> Sheila Tay, Marvin Tony lies. Marvin, Sheila Tay, she thinks she's never wrong. Marvin, are you wrong, though, sometimes? Are you wrong, though, sometimes? <laughs> and uh, Tad, look at Tad, so, uh-uh. <laughs> Tabby, you know what it know what it is, Marvin Tony. I'm trying to hear this word, and you letting the devil use you to distract me. Lisa, right? Tell him, Marvin and um, Marvin and Victor cut up sometimes, but them them my homies and my boys. 
But um, like I was saying, it is we live in offense. And like I said, I'm still I can live in offense sometimes and I'm still working on it. That's a work in progress, because like I said, somebody could say something or do something that can easily, easily offend you. So, but I'm not going to take up too much of your time. This has been an awesome show. We talk about betrayal. And oh, this is the other thing I want to touch base on before we wrap up. Um, the question I wanted to ask, I'm going to ask you this question and I'm going to respond to my own question. Now, when you wake up on a daily basis and are you able to say to yourself, um, are you granting people grace? Are we really loving people how God wants us to love people? <laughs> are we really doing that are we really i don't i can say that um i can do better but for me come close to the mic oh for me i'm not really like a grudge holder so mm -hmm. i don't hold grudges i i just never did as a child um so i don't like to hold grudges even if i don't talk to you that don't mean i don't like you i just rather protect my peace and stay to myself so a lot of people they'll say you know like she's really quiet i'm quiet to some folks but i'm not really quiet and for me i would say grace yes because i don't like to hold grudges if i could talk about it i'll be willing to talk about it if that mm -hmm. will give somebody closure or whatever but i just know for me i don't sometimes i don't need closure right <laughs> it is what it is right but if other people need it i'm willing to grant that grace Okay. And me answering that question myself, I ask myself on a daily basis, do I literally grant people grace? And now I can say that I do now, but I wasn't always this way. Like um, I had a situation probably six months ago where someone came to me where I could have reacted in a way that was ungodly, but I chose to, number one, take a deep breath, hold my tongue. And normally I would either say something ungodly or maybe swing, start swinging. But that's how I knew that God, the growth with my relationship with God has is, is in a good place because there was a time where I start swinging with no questions asked. You say you come out the pocket and come out of my wrong, I, uh, come out the pocket. I'm, I'm going to start swinging. And I thank God for grace because my temper, I had a short fuse. Like a lot of people think, oh, she's nice. She's sweet. But I haven't always been this way. I mean, if you ask my friends from college, mm -hmm. it wasn't enough for me. Oh, let me take this earring and take my shoes off. And the thing about it, back then, I did not fight females. I was always going for the dudes. And like, there's one dude, he like is about six, seven feet, almost. Seven, and he just like picked me up, like, what you gonna do? And even though I was scared out of my mind, oh, I'm acting big, big and bad. Like I'm gonna do, like, no, I couldn't. This man would have told myself, mm -hmm. but no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk my talk and like, like I was really gonna do something. But he just picked me up, like, yo, what, what, what you gonna do? Yeah. What can you do? You see how big I am over you? What you gonna do? But I had a lot of mouth. I, I could be scared of you, but I wasn't gonna let you, like, let you see that I was scared. Right. I'm gonna act like I'm body body, but whole the whole time I'm scared of. The <laughs> scared as all get out like man please but like like the answer to the question though i do now i'm at a place where i can grant people grace i mean i mean it's to the point now i'm able to people that wrong me i'm able to pray for them and genuinely want the best for them like god whatever it is you want for them to have whatever blessing that needs to come there i pray that they get it but i wasn't always that way because like I said on a previous show, I don't know if it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, like if you did something to hurt me, I may not get you today, 
I may not get you tomorrow, but I'm going to get you. And, and and a lot of times back then, I will wait for like maybe a week when you probably forgot. And I, and I come when you least expect it, but I'm not there anymore. And I thank God that I'm in a good place to where I don't seek revenge anymore. The first thing I do for a person now that hurts me, I pray for them because mm-hmm. I, I always keep saying you never know what a person is going through. And based on what a person is going through, that will make them react to certain situations. You just never know. So that's why it's easier for me now to grant grace. And like I said, prior to me coming here today, I had to apologize to my son mm-hmm. because I snapped off on him because I was in a, in a not in a good place. I was in a bad mood. Something set me off and I was in a bad mood. And I had to literally apologize before I came to do this podcast. I literally had to block off. I had to cut everything off. And I literally had to listen to some worship music. And sometimes God will show us, us. Mm-hmm. And we have to pay attention to what he shows us. So I had to say to my son, before I left to come to the studio, I was like, you know, I, I apologize. You know, the way that I snapped, it wasn't, it wasn't cool. And I apologize. And I always ask my son. And, and one thing about me that I didn't always do, like if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I wasn't always this way. But now if I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm wrong. And just like I had to t- apologize to him, I said, I, I really apologize. He said, I forgive you. But it's like sometimes we have to be mindful, not only with it, when it comes to our children, but people in general. We have to be mindful of what we say to people, how we say it, because those words, once they leave our mouth, cannot be taken back. And like I said, I have things that have been said to me when I was 15, 16 and when I think about it now, it'll still trigger me and I go back to that place. But like you said, you got to replace it. Like if you have that thought, you have to think about something positive. So you don't go back to that place of anger, go back to that place of rage. And you think into yourself, well, did I really forgive this person? Because I had some some things that resurfaced from years ago. And I was asking myself, did I really forgive them? Right. I had to rethink that thing, but it's like, we can forgive them, but <laughs> a lot of things you can't forget. You know what I mean? But, but do you want to forget it though? Cause I read this thing, like, do you really want to forget it? Or do you not want to forget? Do you want to hold on to it? Because if you want to forget, you can't forget. <sighs> That's <But> good. <laughs> so, so as for me, cause I dealt with anger a lot too. And like, I would just, like they say how people could go from zero to 100. Mm-hmm. I've really dealt with anger. Like I've had anger issues. And when they arise, like they arise um, from time to time. But like, you know, that means that God still needs to heal me in certain areas. Right. And those, those, those are those triggers. And people that's hurt, they'll hurt you. And that's what I had to realize. And sometimes for the people that really did hurt me in my life, they are hurt themselves. Right. And that's what I had to realize. They have to heal just right. as I have to heal. Right. That is so true. Mm, I didn't think about it that way. Hmm. Do I really want to forget? Mm, do I? Do I? <laughs> Let me go back to some of the comments. Um, some that I may have missed. Uh, God has a lot of comments. Let's see. Marvin Tony. He was mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I probably saying something about Marvin. <laughs> Whatever, Marvin. Ain't it Tasa? Tony is never wrong. Really? <laughs> it says, say it louder for the people in the back. Okay. Sheila Tate says, Natasha, please don't support Marvin Tony's ministry. Please don't. <laughs> and then uh, Sheila Tate is laughing. And uh, Keitra says, same here. 
Tammy's laughing. Victor says, I would say my last name is never wrong, but I'm sure it will be taken the wrong way. Oh, Lord. Victor, my maiden name is White. So I'm going back to that. Yeah, you're right. And Providence. <laughs> Hi, Providence. She is on. She is watching. <laughs> Tammy says, that was God trying to tell you to sit down somewhere. You couldn't be it couldn't be everybody. This true. This is true. That was God telling you. Oh, I think I read that twice. Or was it did it post twice? And hold on. I think I lost the place. And she says, Tori, we have to thank God for growth. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Marvin says, I'm gonna y'all about to turn my music back on. Okay, Marvin. I know you probably somewhere in the gym. <laughs> Tammy says, Marvin, you're going to lose your place at the top. <laughs> Providence says yes have to watch our delivery yes we do Natasha says words can cut deeper than a knife yes they can forgive but never forget hurt people hurt people Victor says I don't forgive or forget anybody who purposely do me wrong Jesus is still working on me and I will get my lit back so watch how you play with certain people cause I fight Victor that's something that I think you need to work on because um, I understand that there you're going to have people that purposely hurt you, but even the people that purposely hurt you, you still have to grant them grace and you still have to give them forgiveness. And I know you might want to get them back, but you're going to still have to, to, to forgive. I know in some situations, depending on, well, I'll just say all situations, depending on whatever the situation is, you have to forgive all situations, but I understand, I understand where you're coming from. It, but that takes a process. It's a process. That's not something that you can just do overnight. That's something that you're going to have to work on. And I'm praying for you, friend. Right. I got you. I'm praying for you because you, you got to forgive all people that hurt you. Even the one that purposely hurt you, you got to forgive. You got to, Vic. You got to. And, and I was going to uh, say something about Victor because um, um, that verse in the Bible that says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. So with that, you know, we could think that we're going to pay somebody back, mm -hmm. you know, how we want to pay them back. Right. But God got a way of paying people back. What you talking about? Way more better than what we thought we would. What you talking about? I have and if seen that person it. don't repent, you know, mm -hmm. God gives that person time to repent, you know, for what they did to you. Right. They, they, they may repent. And, you right. know, and if they don't, then that's something they have to deal with with God. And God could pay somebody back far more worse than what we can <sighs> Trust me, I've seen it. <laughs> I have seen it. Tammy says, that was real good, Constance. Prophet says, got to have a renewed mind to forgive. Yes, you do. Victor says, I don't have to forgive anything. I'm getting my lick back by all. You know, Victor, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> you need special prayer. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to be praying for you, my friend. I'm praying for you, Vic. Because, you, yes, you, you do have to forgive. You do. <laughs> you definitely do. And you got to save your energy. They ain't worth it. It's not. Absolutely not. And Victor says, I'm a work in progress, but until then, watch it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but still, in the meantime, Victor, until you get there, because like I said, it's a process. You're going to get there, my friend, and I'm be praying for you. But like I said, it's, it's ultimately um, the best thing to do. You got to forgive. Because when you, walk, when you walk, like I was saying earlier, when you walk in unforgiveness, you're holding up your blessings. You're blocking some blessings. And once I got to the point where I was able to truly forgive a lot of things, was I was holding, I realized that I was standing in my own way because I was holding on to a lot of unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. I was holding on to a lot of the hurt. I was holding on to the pain. And secretly in my mind, while I was thinking I was forgiving, um, forgiving some people, in my mind, at the back of my mind, I, I kind of wanted to get them back. 
But now I'm at a point where I can honestly say that I can truly pray for them now and truly wish the best and genuinely want the best. Because I say that before, but I'm like, did I re- do I really want the best for them? Mm-hmm. Do I really? But now I can honestly say that I do. And since I have let a lot of that hurt and pain go and truly got to a point to forgive, a lot of blessings are coming my way. And I'm actually truly grateful. A lot of opportunities that are coming my way that I didn't realize, you know, like, I'm like, how do you even know me? Like you, sometimes you can be in a room where, you know, you, you don't know anyone, but they know your name and God will make your name great. And it, it, it used to be, it used to be surprising me, but Someone told me the other day, she's like, you don't understand like some of the stuff you've done for people because I'm the type of person, if I do something for you, I don't like to broadcast it. Mm -hmm. But you'll be surprised that some people that you do stuff for, you don't know who they connected to. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful that some of the people that are coming to me with opportunities is a blessing and I didn't want to get emotional, but just some blessings that are coming out. Some unexpected blessings came my way just this very week. And I'm just truly grateful. And let me see what Victor says. Facebook has a block button and Jesus gave me one, but my block game is epic. (laughs) There is no coming back from that. It's more than 8 billion people in the world. Blocking a few people won't hurt. Now, Victor, you know, you already know, that I'm the blocking queen. It t- <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that you say that because you tell me that I block people too much, but then, but here you come talking about the block and tell my tour, you ain't got to block them. Huh? <laughs> God loves us unconditionally. So we have to grow to do the same with others. It's hard, but necessary, very necessary, very necessary. And with that being said, you guys, we're going to end here because we all I'm always I'm over time a little bit. So I try to keep it to an hour or so, but I'm over time a little bit. But Constance, you have got to come back. You dropped some jewels today, girl. You Thank have you. got to come back. And once again, before you leave, tell everyone um, the name of your salon. You said it's in Darlington on Pearl Street. Yeah, matter of fact, that's probably in walk. It may be in walk. I want to say it walking distance from me, but I'm not sure. OK, Um well, for people who are not familiar with Darlington, it's beside the dairy bar, but it's 322 Pearl Street, Darlington, South Carolina, and it's called Internal Reflections Beauty Studio. Okay. Like I said, I might have to come by y'all. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyed, ladies. Thank you, Shelly Tay. Thank you so much for watching. And for those of you that may have um, missed the beginning, definitely watch the replay. The replay will be up. You can watch it on uh, the Keith Faye page, um, YouTube page, and the 119 Media Group page. Now, make sure that you subscribe to the Keith the Faye page, the 119 Media Group page. Um, and 119 also has an Instagram page. So make sure you subscribe to all the YouTube of 119 media group the um facebook page youtube page and also instagram now i'm not i don't have a keep instagram but you can subscribe to the keep the faith page on youtube and also on um on facebook and also if you would like to be a guest on the keep the faith podcast you can contact me um you can text or call me um and that number is 843-920-8124 that number again is 843-920-8124 and also if you would like to because we have so many um podcasts within our 119 media group family if you would like to uh advertise on any of our podcasts you can contact jamil live jamil live's phone number is 843-687- 
5055 that's 843-687-5055 and like i said um not only will you be able to get um advertising sponsorships on um, particular podcasts you got to understand that all of us have our own social media uh, networks as well so that's a plus plus that's a win-win situation not only will you get the advertising on the podcast but we can also um share your business or whatever you're doing in the community if you're doing something in the community we share it on our, all our social media platforms so it's a win-win situation so if you like to be a sponsor or like to advertise your business or whatever you may be doing, definitely um, contact Jamil. He'll be more than happy to assist you with that. And once again, his number is 843-687-5055. And I'm going to go through a couple more comments before we wrap it up. And uh, Victor White says discount load. Oh, that's for you, Constance. <laughs> He's going to bring. Matter of fact, Victor, I, I think Victor has two door does he have two i don't I, don't make me lie victor just just holler at constance matter of fact she might give you she might give you this <laughs> y'all might y'all might have to negotiate <laughs> something and uh and uh miss tony says i want to see marvin tony <laughs> and bring my brother-in-law this i think marvin probably back in the gym <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's a gym, right? He's probably back in the gym. But thank you guys for watching. Thank you, everyone that's always watching faithfully every week. Big shout out to Victor because Victor takes my tour, man. What, what, what you waiting on? <laughs> you running late. <laughs> so thank you to everybody that's constantly watching um, every week. It means a lot to me. Also, shout out to Miss RG good since she watches faithfully every week. <laughs> so shout out to Miss RG as well. And thank you so much for all you guys that are out there supporting um, not only me to keep the faith podcast, but all the podcasts that are under the 119 Media Group uh, family. Thank you for supporting us all. We greatly appreciate it because we would not be able to do what we do without you. You guys make us a success and we really appreciate you. So thank you again. Uh, thank you again to everyone that watched. And like I said, if you missed the beginning, definitely watch the replay. And we're out. So, and I always, and I always like to say this before I end each podcast, it's something a situation may make you bend or, but it don't allow it to make you break. And in all situations, always remember to keep the faith and we are out peace <laughs> talk to you guys later be safe and god bless